going live, Ben. Thanks for joining us on another edition of Chronic Conversations. We are live, 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 live now. <laughs> live. Um, and I got through There's most of that one. without messing it up yet. We had to see the little light on the camera and everything, so everything's going. We are good. I'm going to cook. All right. Uh, shut the door for me, baby. That was our co-host, Jen. I'll be introducing everybody else here in a minute. I got some announcements to make. Um, some updates is we're going to be starting a chronic network uh, so we can get more content to you without actually just having a bunch of chronic conversation shows, uh, having to do one of those several times. So within that, we're going to have chronic adventures, which we're all going to talk about later because our first adventure is going to be some ghost hunting. Um, we're going to have chronic sports. Of course, I cover everything for 4611 Boston Promotions. Uh, I'll also in the future be covering some MMA events and possibly even pro wrestling events. I have my chronic blog called Chronic Thoughts. It's on there now. You can see some, read some, get a little sampling of it. And then, of course, flagship show is Chronic Conversations, uh, which we will try to deliver at least about one episode a week amongst those other things. 4611 News, the new card is September 17th at the first uh, Horizon Pavilion. Um, I believe bell time is 8 o'clock. It'll probably, doors will probably open around 7. Make sure you get your tickets for that. Uh, already a great number of names have been added to this card. More to be added. Joseph Too Fast Francisco is on this card. Um, Avis uh, Griffin is on this card. A few guys making their pro debut are going to be on this card. The, a lot of main event worthy fights from, from top to bottom on this one. Um, shout outs to Bullet, Tracy, Sean, Kevin from 4611 uh, Boston Promotions. We love and appreciate you guys here at Chronic Conversations. Uh, we are getting an equipment upgrade. We're going to get a better, uh, we're going to get a better camera. Some better lighting, some things like that to, to help with the aesthetics of things. Um, and uh, thanks for our, uh, everybody's patience, continued support while I get my shit together. <laughs> so, guys, welcome. This is uh, uh, Johnny Viper, yes, sir. Uh, aka Josh Stone, whatever you want to call me. What, yeah, we, we whatever it is, we've called him worse. And yeah, then, exactly. And then, uh, especially you. another podcasting buddy, Will Will Clark, say hello, everybody. Huh? So I brought y'all here today because, as I told y'all before the show started, I've been dying to talk about some paranormal shit, and I want to talk about it all from fucking Bigfoot on, and we'll we'll wrap it up with ghosts and, and kind of have a conversation about what we're gonna do with with our uh, ghost adventures. So we'll start with aliens. Out of aliens, what is your favorite documentary piece of media? Uh, something recent, some long ago, something from Roswell, something from these new things. What is your favorite piece of evidence that's come along lately that? maybe put a twink on your eye uh for me there's oh i forget the show uh paranormal called on camera uh -huh. they'll they've got one that's like a garage cam that you see like like this little alien just kind of appear and he kind of strut uh -huh. stuff yeah, yeah that one <laughs> that one gave me goosebumps i mean i'm getting goosebumps now talking about it like that one that one was really cool and then i like i like seeing the navy or the air forces from the planes, yes. watching them fly. Yes, that was. My favorite thing is still all these people that say it's not true. Like, <laughs> well, at bro. some level, it's true, regardless how far that level is, or how yeah. much you believe, or how much faith we have that it's actually aliens or not. You still got to admit there's something, something we going don't know. Right? Right? It is. Yeah. We have video evidence. Then uh, the government's finally starting to release it. Yeah, things. they're starting to say, okay, well, yeah, this is kind of real, and yeah, this happened movie wise what is your favorite movie that represents aliens i really like i like signs but i really like fire in the sky just because i felt like i was really on that journey with him like i was really a part of that i think fire in the sky for me would be my favorite alien movie i don't know i've seen fire in the sky 
You have it's not. Good. It's about Travis Walton. Have you heard of him? Uh, definitely, if you do not know who Travis Walton is, this is a little bit older story, so definitely go Google him. Um, but he has probably the most famous, uh, most uh, verified uh, alien abduction there is, uh, past multiple. All the people that were witnesses to all past multiple lie detector tests and have not changed their story one iota yeah, in 30 years, probably yeah, the 70. So I think so. A long yeah. time. I don't even want to say in the world or years, <laughs> not that many years. Yeah, it's, it's been a long time, but it's, yeah, it's, it's the most verified alien abduction story that you'll find. You think the government's letting us know just like a little bit at a time? Are they preparing us for that's what's happening? I think so. I, I think they know a lot more than they've let on. And I think that they're just slowly just, I know for some people that's going to be like, holy crap, like, it's yeah. going to be a big culture shock to them. Me, I'm just, I told you, I've been saying it for years. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, so a lot of people will be a big I told you so anyway, yeah. because they believe and, and we're yeah. just waiting for it to happen. And, and, I mean, it's going to be a historical event like no event we've ever had, right? I yeah. mean, how your life would change. I mean, look look how much COVID changed things. Oh, yeah. And, and you know, as many people as it killed uh, of the potential for the whole earth to be destroyed by mm-hmm. these aliens, they could if they want to. So do you think if they have a motive for being here, because a lot of people think they're going to attack and take over, but it seems like they've been around for millennia, so if they wanted to do that, they could have, right? Yeah. That just yeah, might have been but oh, yeah. if that's not the motive, then what do you think is? Are they just studying us? Are we are we planted seeds? Are we from another dimension? What's what's going on? Do you have any theories? Or That's my thing. How do we know that we're... That- we're not the creations of like we're gonna put this little science experiment out there and see how it works yeah yes like there's no like when you bait when everything we know is based off of religion right but when you take away the religion how do you explain it right that's my thing yeah like People, well, the paranormal, people try to separate, like, science from the paranormal, but I think they work hand in hand. I think mm-hmm. there is a science that yeah. can explain a lot of the unexplainable. We just don't understand yet, like, maybe um, different kind of physics operating in a different dimension or something type of thing. That we, we we can't comprehend the perplexity of it, I right. think. But I think there's some in the government that can and have. Right. Well, yeah, you get all the think tanks and the yeah. super freaking genius minds that work for the government that have already got most of this figured out. It's just there. Right. What about Bob Lazar? Have either one of you heard about Bob Lazar? The name sounds familiar. I probably have. I've read so much and yeah. seen so much that it all runs blends together. together. Yeah. Well, he has got. There is a great um, a documentary about him on Netflix. You need to go. To see that because he um, allegedly uh, worked at Area uh, 51. 51, but a lot of information is proved to be true. Like they have his sign in sheets and certain things, Mm -hmm. and certain things that he said about it, like this type of security they had and and an element they actually discovered. They kept trying to say that these didn't exist, and come to find out the more time has gone on, and this has been years ago too, when he first came out, um, more and more is proven to be true. Uh, including, I wish I remembered the name of that, uh, the element, I don't know, 151 maybe or something like that. Maybe I'm thinking of Spice Brown. That's my alcoholic brain. <laughs> but it's 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 a new element that they just now admitted that, that they discovered. And even the way he talked about how they compartmentalize things mm-hmm. to where, like, he only knew what he was working on. Those yeah. only ones that they were working on. Some propulsion things. It's just 
really fascinating. So yeah, if you get a, a remember that uh, Balthazar, Travis Walton Balthazar. I hope you're taking notes. I'm not going to be a test, but you need to be taking notes. It's some good shit. Yeah. So yeah, aliens is my least known about subject though. Like that would be me. I'm the cryptid and ghost person. Like no <laughs> right, other. Right. I like well, I like the ghosts and I like getting into to the Bigfoot and yeah. the the stuff like that. The the Loch Ness monster. I, I I'll get into that stuff. I enjoy that stuff too, like on an yeah. anthropological level. Yeah, we but... saw one this past weekend. <laughs> <laughs> ben was nowhere near. <laughs> <laughs> We, we might know one personally. That <laughs> Bigfoot is probably my least, just because there's probably the least evidence. I mean, other than some hollering and some banging on trees. Yeah. There's not really been presented a ton of new things. There's a ton of shows, a ton of things. I would Same like shit recycled over. Yeah. There. I mean, how great would that be too? That they they finally found this. Like they did the giant epiphanies, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's so they're they're always discovering new things. What do you think the chances are that we actually will get some evidence or or, or find? I, I think there's some evidence out there that we've seen that is 100% true. And I was watching something a couple months ago, and they were covering some Bigfoot stuff. And this this guy, I wish I'd remembered what show it was, who he was, but he thinks that they live, the Sasquatches live in the like the underground cave systems. Like kind of a little bit about that. That's fascinating. Kind of like what I don't know if y'all have seen the. Godzilla versus Kong, but they touched on it like right. that's how Godzilla would get around. He'd get into little like caverns, and, and yeah, and they they he that's his theory that there's a whole like community of them, mm-hmm. and that's why they pop up in different areas. Places randomly, yeah. kind of yeah, because they groups. they live underground and that's how they travel, and then they come up and do their thing. And so many forces we've destroyed. I mean, there's still tons of forest for them to hide in, even oh, if yeah. they didn't do that, right? So oh, it'd be yeah. it'd be Fair enough to say that we just haven't just like the ocean. There's so much we haven't truly mm-hmm. discovered yet. But what kind? Of any? It's a lot. Of, look at some of the sea creatures. This is a little bit off track, but it's still on the monster thing. It's yeah. like the giant squids and some yeah. of the things like that. The megalodon, some of these other things that. I mean, these are monsters. Yeah. Right. You know, these are vampires, werewolves, and, mm-hmm. uh, and monsters. Um, I mean, I'm I'm a hundred percent positive these megalodons exist. Yeah. Oh yeah. What about Loch Ness? We were talking about Loch Ness. I was convinced by leaders. And is it one? Are we seeing several? The the the, the evidence. What, what do you think is keeping it? I've I've heard some people um, pull up evidence and say that it's just one a giant um, eel yeah. that has gotten out of the ocean and got down into that the lake or whatever it is. I can see that, but but I, at the same time, I don't. Eels do not, their body does not do the yeah. whole neck thing. The whole neck yeah, thing. That's, uh, yeah. The that's, that's the part that, that that's throws me off. I mean, yeah. Even like the pterodactyl and stuff, right? Like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, people are, you know, filming. I've seen more evidence of those still yeah. being around than Bigfoot. So that's kind yeah. of fascinating, too, to think what, what kind of land of the lost kind of stuff could be real. Yeah. Like, everything the mind thinks of from movies and books somehow seems to come to pass. It's crazy. Yeah. So the Meg. Don't watch the movies. The movie's horrible. Horrible, horrible movies. Horrible. <laughs> yeah, the books do a fantastic job at getting the science behind it. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's like six books in my room. Yeah, there's yeah. There's a lot of reading that you're gonna have to do. A lot of times, the truth is so much more fascinating and oh, scary yeah. than some some of the ways that it's portrayed. Once it goes from this version to that version. Yeah, yeah. Like the the books are 
five are amazing and the science behind them will terrify you as a stranger. Yeah. But it also pulls into there's other monsters down in the Mariana Trench. Mm -hmm. There's the giant squids, there's the whatever the dinosaur other one was that was in the book. There's the plesiosaur, the Lepluridon, mm -hmm. another one. I can't remember. Well, you know, they just found the, the fossilized dinosaur that they actually it's so well preserved that it's they still can see the scales and everything mm -hmm. on it. Yeah, like and Please then, give me Jurassic Park. I, I was I was leading into. I read somewhere. It's close. I feel I, I read somewhere that they have they have dinosaur DNA now from something that they dug up and found that the DNA was still there. There's about to be a six minute There's, telling us why it's a bad idea. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna do it. So, gonna, you're gonna say on this show we're gonna do a lot of uh, stupid white people shit. So. <laughs> this, this is really just the beginning, guys. Yeah. This is just the beginning. That's a this is plotting the course of the course of our day. Well, this is plotting the course. That's, that's kind of the reason we got together because eventually we're going to get around to all of our favorite things, which is those yeah. and things like that. Um, how much of that uh, YouTube you explore? How many times have you gone down a tunnel of some of the ghost all hunting the stuff? All the time. Time. All the time. Like I, I love going to ones of like uh, Crowley's house and, mm -hmm. and just certain ones are, are better. Is there any one you've run across that you like better than than another? Or? I like them all personally. Yeah, that's. Uh, I'll watch it. Yeah. Yeah, because I figure, look, I, you, like, like you was talking about, some stuff is set up, obviously. Mm -hmm. But to know that even out of the 100%, if 30% is real, then that means you've seen 30% of real shit. How yeah. cool is that? So no matter what the numbers are, it's still yeah. fascinating, still a, a badass thing to think about. Right? Yeah, and it makes you want to do what we're going to do, what I've done a few times, and go out and try to do I it I want you yourself. to tell the story of what got you to want to do that, too, because we may have to check out that as one of the places for sure and, and tell them what we're talking about and why. Yeah, uh, well, I originally, when I was, I was fresh out of college, 20, 21, and I was actually living with Jennifer um, at the time, and Austin, the son, who was little, about 11. He would talk about in is the apartments on Cloud Springs Road. It's all the three townhouses, and he talked about this guy he would play, would play cards with in the closet. Mm -hmm. And I can't remember. I'll have to get in here. He either had a hole in his chest or a hole in his head. But he would tell you. He could tell you his name, what he looked like. Kids. I mean, yeah. And they're not gonna lie. Right. They're the most honest. Well, too, the for them, too, when an adult gives too much detail, they're full of shit. When, yeah. when a kid does, you know they're telling the truth because yeah. they don't hold detail, so there had to be something to make it stick. Yeah. Because they don't listen to anything. Ask them, you know, when their next field trip is. Yeah. Or know. what projects are due. Or... Ask the 11 year old sitting right there. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> How are you going to school tomorrow? Yeah. <laughs> he has learned to use that answer it's, over the years in school. What exactly. you like in school to learn? Yeah. Good job. Good job. So. So did that, and that kind of got me interested. And that was about the time I found um, Ghost Hunters on the Sci-Fi Channel. And I was into it, and then through that, I found Ghost Adventures. And I was like, this Ghost Hunter sucks. They don't find nothing, ever. Yeah. Like, Ghost Adventures are finding all kinds of stuff. Is it? So I liked it originally. I did like the Ghost Adventures. Originally, I liked Ghost Hunters because... They didn't seem to be going in automatically believing what yeah. the story is. They wouldn't yeah. just prove it. So to me, 
it weighed more heavily when they did hear see yeah tape something but i, I see it's definitely that slow burn it's like a paranormal activity thing you got to be mm-hmm. yeah you're, you're you got to go to bitch something's happening every two seconds yeah. it's like he's having a feeling or slapping a camera yeah. man or something <laughs> <laughs> i think i think poor cameraman oh, he gives it to him bro I, and i think for ghost adventures i think the thing that really hooked me is like the first what 30 45 minutes of the show they're doing the backstory they're yeah, going yeah. they're going and finding out all the information yeah yeah, yeah. and i think that's what hooked me on that and then they go in and find find stuff and did y'all ever see the original yes. documentary yes the board and the brick flying around in that one shot that threw me yeah like they like they weren't even trying they just panned the camera and caught it yeah and i'm like what but. Some of the stuff, <laughs> some of that stuff you see, and I'm like, some of it you just automatically know. You're like, okay, yeah. You you, you can just see how it's done in your head. Mm-hmm. You know, we we've been workers, so we know yeah, how to exactly. you know how to work. You've been yeah. a magician, comic, <laughs> entertainer of any kind. You know, you know yeah. how to work people. Um, but then some of it you're like, there's no fucking way. No, yeah. No, yeah. you're just running through all those angles, and it's mm-hmm. like, no, there's no way. This is this has got to be. Yeah, that is. was one of the things. Was it was like how the there's no way they could have done that. It was the way it was the angle that the brick flew up. Yeah, like it wasn't like picked up by something and or propelled yeah. by say a machine. Yeah, I mean it, it just it just went it went up just a little bit and then it was like a 45 degree angle up into the, the air. And then when it passed a certain point, the the board, like the board like, it kind of twisted. It. Yeah, it went it around, around and around it. it and then fell. <laughs> right. I'm like, you can't. There is no physics on this planet <laughs> that can make that board. Do that do circle that. and then twist and fall. Like, there's no way. No. And that's there's been a lot of stuff. I think some people who brought it to the forefront. What's the names of the people from the cabinet? The the puppet. Why can I not remember the heroes of oh, the yes. I love them. Yes. And so many from my time as a kid, there was the Friday the thirteenth the mm-hmm. T V series was basically their their thing. Um, you know, so they went and got haunted items and, and yeah. back to a place like Annabelle and stuff. Um how important is that for somebody who's getting into this kind of stuff to kind of watch those movies and, and research them? Because we'll talk about a lot of people tonight, but to me, those two guys, they're the kings. They're the pioneers. Yeah. They are the ones that brought demonology, mm-hmm. the exploration of the paranormal to the forefront of what it is today. Right. That's what I love about Ghost Hunters because they would, you know, bring Lorraine in or something to that effect and she would be like and she would talk just the way she speaks about this yeah mm-hmm. like it's just phenomenal it's, yeah yeah it's so genuine that it, you you can feel the vibe off what she's saying mm-hmm. it's, it's, you can feel the and they they in the movies the conjuring movies which are that universe is by far my favorite yes. universe they and, portray them so yeah well. and the the first the first conjuring they leading up to going to the house like they're giving that lecture and i guess mm-hmm. the calling like that i can it, you know that happened in real life right like, that's just they plucked that out of history and put it in the movie and they and, have they've mixed enough real things uh uh in there with, yeah. with you know and, and theirs it's more they're embellished but they're not lies yeah. like some like some people just change they have to outright change shit but this one it seems more just kind of and you speak on that because at the end of the movies like i 
I'll stay and watch the credits just because for half of yeah. the credits of The Conjuring, they'll actually show you the side by stuff. side the picture from the movie I and the that. real pictures, yeah, the real. And then they've got the videos too mm-hmm. from the actual recordings that they've recorded. It, as an adult, the only marketing gimmick that still gets me is based on a true story. Yes, one hundred percent. Because automatically after you see the movie, what do you want to do? Are you gonna yeah. jump on YouTube, Wikipedia, whatever research? Yeah. But. We get shit on for that too because of fucking paranormal activity. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, you know, I watched the first paranormal activity and it was good, and then it started. It lost the, me. The, I the first mean, two were okay. After the second one, it was just like mm. they they were doing like every other horror franchise. They were just they were getting further and further, further away. And further and further away. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I will tell you, I went with friends of mine to see that movie, and my dumbass. Sat against the wall. <laughs> so I did not realize there was a speaker above my head. Oh no. So That's in the great. movie, when they're laying in bed and it like slams into the wall, uh-huh. the wall beside me moved. Oh, <laughs> and so did real life. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, moved. <laughs> I was in my friend's lap the rest of the movie. I'm like, no, fuck this. I'm done. No. <laughs> Well, well, jumping off film to, uh, I'm sure each of us had our personal experiences. Didn't you have one at the Chickamauga Dam one time? Uh, no, the, 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 the battle I've, I've had, I've had three at the at the um, the battlefield. The first one, um, it was back when I was working wrestling at Pro South on Friday nights. Mm-hmm. Um, this was year eleven, so probably about 10, 11, 12 years ago. Right. Uh, we were coming back, um, and we'd come back through the battlefield, and we got right to where the 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 last little field on the right, right where the um, the welcome center is and stuff. Mm-hmm. And his mother, who I was dating at the time, she looked out the window and said, "Do you see that?" And we look, and all you see is a pair of legs walking, walking into the woods, and oh, they're, they're gone, and they're kind of glowing. And that one, after that, I, it was done. I was hooked. Right. Like, I'd seen everything on TV. Watched, well, that, that's the place. And we got, thank goodness, we're blessed with a lot of places. Oh, yeah. Make, and we'll talk about a few more of those. Mm-hmm. But Chickamauga Dam is the second bloodiest uh, battle of the, the war. Oh, yeah. So lots of potential for things. And, and just driving through it, you can just feel a certain oh, yeah. vibe of chaos. Yeah, you and, can, and it's different. Whatever time of day yes, you drive, yes, it's different every different. time you go through it. And then the second, the, the next two were kind of the same night. Um, we with Jennifer again. We we were trying to debunk. Most of our stories tonight will be with somebody named Jennifer. There are a lot of Jennifer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. My wife is Jennifer. His wife is Jennifer. Our friend there's, is Jennifer. Our other friend's wife is Jennifer. So there's, there's a hundred Jennifer. Um, but your Jennifer is who I'm referring to. Yeah. Um, Almost that one. <laughs> the one cooking. The one cooking. Um, we went. We were trying to debunk the the lady that jumps off the tower while yeah. the tower. Yeah. And. So we stopped, and the story is you walk up and you shake the gate, you run back to your car, and I think it's you flick the lights three times and honk the horn three times. I might have those two reversed. Um, but you're supposed to see her walk out of the door at the top, walk to mm-hmm. the back side, and then fall off, jump off. Oh, nice. I think I have heard about that And before. so we went to try to do it, and as me and my friend were walking up to shake the gate, you start smelling the gunpowder. And you, oh, wow. it's distinct. It's the old musket. Yeah, like it's, yeah. it's crazy. You know it when you smell it. And I swear to you, when we reached up to shake the gate, the silhouette of a dress came out of the wall and around and up the steps. 
and I never run back to the car so fast in my right. life. Right, yeah. So you, I mean, how does that feel? You're there to disprove something, and, and, and like, there. karma, yeah, yeah, put your foot in your mouth. Oh, it's, it's, it took me a while to process, of course. like, what I just saw. I'm just sitting in the car, and there, we never saw her jump off the top. Right. But I, I'll swear, I will go to the grave swearing that I saw that black dress silhouette come out of the wall, and you just the dress, and go up the steps. Do you, do you think when you're with certain people, too, because we talked about being impactful mm-hmm. like that, do you think when you're other people who are just kind of more sensitive, too, that you draw more paranormal mm-hmm. stuff? Because something I've noticed since, and, and you can read this in the blog called Believe It or Not, too, it's it's all the weird things that have happened to us because some really fascinating things keep happening to us more than just, I've had bits and pieces of random things mm-hmm. after that, but nothing this consistent, and it's always something that's to the point to where the crazy <coughs> it is, the more normal it is. Yeah, yeah. So, like, isn't, that, isn't that where you know yeah. about going through a certain vibe so it's like i wonder if you like if all of us get together and go someplace is that going to create something more that maybe the ghost or the mm-hmm. energy or, or whatever it might be of well i can up on something like i that. can 100 say that most of my experiences that i've had have i've been with your jennifer or my current wife she she won't admit this so, yeah that's yeah. she won't maybe admit this jennifer my wife i'm not me my wife won't admit this but she she's sensitive she can sense it yeah. She knows when something's there. She'll yep. see stuff she's that I don't like see. Lot, she's probably like a lot of us who just ignore it. Because... She does. And when we started dating, and I'm all gung-ho about it, and we drive to the battlefield, and she starts looking, what are you looking at? Tell me. Like, yeah. So it's drawing. And I'm trying so hard to draw it out of her because she'd be such an asset when we start doing that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, she's going with us. Oh, I've already told her she's going. That's but, going to be so. So what we've decided is we uh, are going to do our own little paranormal investigation. We've got a couple places we're talking about. Um, we don't have uh, dates as of yet. Uh, one of them did have a night source. I would like to do something at night at some point, um, obviously. But I'm also gung ho to do both of them during the day. Mm-hmm. Um, so what, what do you guys think? Do we need to do them all or not? Do we need to do some at day, some at night. I think it depends it on. Up. I think it depends on the place, because yeah. some places are more yeah. active during the day and others at night. Like the battlefield, that's gonna be where we need to go at night. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's when it I, most of the you know that witching hour thing, like between midnight and two, yeah, three o'clock in the morning. Seems like, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then the prison, I would want to do at night. Yeah. So the Chickamauga Battlefield, like we said, is the, it was a, a Civil War battle, if you're not familiar with that, um, from somewhere else, and it was the second bloodiest. Uh, tell them about the prison a little bit, how much you know about that. Not a lot, but there's a lot of crap that goes on in that place. Yeah. So like, it's a highly active place. It's there. super active. Um, like voices, full body apparitions. I know, I know Ghost Hunters and Ghost Adventures have filmed there. And I feel like just about every paranormal group that's so on. Speaking from that, Destination Fear. Yeah. Their very first episode is Brushy Mountain. Mm-hmm. It's great. I need to watch. They that's do the Brushy one. Mountain and then they do Old South Pittsburgh. I've one. seen yeah, the Old South Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. See, uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's the one another I place do. I want to go do for sure. And they they have sleepovers at Old South up there in South Pittsburgh now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you can yeah, bring a sleeping bag and sleep in the hospital all night. Yeah, which yeah, is I'm dying to do that. Oh, I definitely, I've been wanting That's to do that. Mm-hmm. Like, and I know I, we've talked about it. Yeah. yeah. To do something different, you know, because like I said, everybody's done a lot of these places we want to talk about. Um, um, should we do like, maybe like a compilation episode where it's just us at different places within the same episode, you think? Or do you think, should we stretch them out into individual, do like a three-part uh, with, with different places, day-night kind of thing? What, what are y'all feeling as far as creatively? Would, would be I good think, for I 
somebody to watch. I think the same as 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 going night versus day. Mm-hmm. I think it depends on the place. The place. Some places you can get more out of several days, right. and some places it's just a couple hours. So maybe we should just shoot a bunch of footage and then see. Yeah, see what you get. What, what we yeah. can do. Yeah. Do after that, and, and you have you've been mentioning uh, something that I've been dying to. We so. The my parents' house, it's got four spirits. There's a six-year-old little girl that's up on the second floor that you can sit and be dead alone in the house and hear her walking around upstairs. Right. Um, and then there's and I've kind of different times gotten different things, so mm-hmm. we kind of pieced it together. And there's an older lady that's upstairs, and then there's an older man that's downstairs. And we think that, and then there's an evil spirit in one of my dad's buildings outside. No, that's my point. And no, and we. Can you mow the lawn? I would. <laughs> we we it's think possessed. the lawnmower's possessed. We lawn. think that the the old lady watches over the little girl upstairs, right. and then the old man watches over everybody. And we think that the old man is the reason why the evil thing stays in the building. It don't really come out. Right. So. So they keep it at bay, basically. Pretty much. Um. And then when I first got the spirit box, me and my, both of my sons, um, we were sitting downstairs and we were just testing it out, playing with it. And we were asking questions, wasn't really getting nothing. You could tell, you can tell the radio when it's picking up certain radio stations. Right. And then, so my dad was mowing the yard. And then everybody else was. That's normal what somebody's doing during my podcast. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Uh, and then. My mom was in the kitchen, and me and the boys were sitting on the couch in the living room. And we're asking stuff, and all of a sudden, you just hear a on the, the, the garage door. So it's in the garage. And we know it's none of us. I hear you knocking, but you can't. <laughs> so I think, well, did you, you went and opened the door, didn't you? Yeah. yeah. He went and opened the door, and there was nobody there. And my older son, he's 18 now, he just asked, who knocked on the door? And then you just, out, out of nowhere, you hear, I did it. You come oh, over to the box. And he turned it off, and he was done. <laughs> he was like, no, I'm done. And my mom was like, don't bring that in here no more. <laughs> so that, to me, that's the scariest of all scary to me, just because most of it, like, I'm not worried about Freddy coming out and chasing my mom. No. I love those movies. I love oh, yeah. horror movies. But something about ghosts and demons and things that you can't see or control or touch or, you know, another human comes at you, you have some kind of, I can hit him with something. I, yeah. can, I can run. I can... But you don't really know what to do because even running sometimes, you know, spirits are attached to you and yeah. things like that. Do you ever worry about uh, uh, having a hobby like this and maybe bringing things home or, or things attaching to you? Or it's a double-edged sword. Right. I mean, there's there's ways you can prevent it. Old Spice Sage. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm a Sage. You do not. You do not <laughs> fuck with Sage and ghosts because you will piss them off. Yeah, and Ouija boards don't. That's a big no-no. See, that that's my question. only thing about Old South is that they do the overnights, they do the Ouija board sessions. I was just and I don't, the things I've like seen. That's no, I don't either. And that's the one thing I've seen that that created seemingly the most chaos mm-hmm. in places is, is using a Ouija board. But there's also nothing cooler when what is that? My knees hurt. Your knees hurt. Wait till you're our age. He's a sixth grader, and he had weight training for the first time yeah. today, and it was leg day, so. So that. <laughs> yeah, the joys of the, the joys of that for sure. Oh look, there's a little one. The whole the whole family is here tonight. We were just talking about you. Yeah, we were just talking. We were just talking about Jennifer actually. 
Well, how you're sensitive and you're coming with us and we go for something. Uh, three, four there. That's oh yeah. That, that's what be, I'm saying. You know, like with all that kind of energy together, because we automatically want to start feeding off oh, each yeah. other. And but you got to think with me and you with the empathetic stuff. Uh-huh. Like, well, we clicked already. We're already we're screwed. We're already <laughs> screwed. So yeah, because everything's to the extreme, right? Uh, 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 people are impacts at different levels, but. Uh, most of them, their emotion levels on everything, even mm-hmm. from just vibes or, or other people's vibes, can even good vibes can wear you out, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes that's why sometimes uh, we may not text you back, or it might take us a few days, or we, we're just trying to clean out the closet and, and re re defrag our brains to use an old, old person's uh, computer term yeah. to get that done. Is there <laughs> is there anything you've done to help you do that from like some of the experiences you've had? Um. Like you said, you're trying to process. Like, how do you process like that? What What's the thought process like when you're you're trying to debunk it? Well, at first, your thought process is what the yeah, hell did I just say? We're We're almost done. We'll wrap it up here shortly, and then we can just bring it out here and be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You. That's our food. It's going to be on the way. So, you know. <laughs> I know for me, for me, like once you get over the initial. Can I just show that? Yeah. Then it's more like, no, that couldn't be. That has to be. No, that didn't happen. Just just it. Yeah, you're trying. Me, you're trying Same. to debunk it. It's like grief. Yeah. <laughs> grief or vibes. You meet somebody and you get a bad vibe, and they seem so nice, and you're trying to debunk yep. your 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 yeah. own vibe, and then they end up, you know, robbing your cousin or something. Yeah. Like, damn. I mean, why didn't I say something then? Yeah. And yeah. um, why don't you think we as adults follow those senses or listen to those senses like we do when we're children? Because it's not politically correct, I guess is the word yeah. I'm trying to look for for adults to to because I mean you still back to that whole judging thing yeah right. like I can judge someone based on my first meeting, but I give them benefit of the doubt mm-hmm. until they do something right mm-hmm. like I'm not a I, I don't really get a good vibe. I'm not gonna hang out with you like right. I give you time to. Right, right. Yeah. And almost always they do. One thing I figured out is that when I have a bad vibe, I'm 100% right. When I've had good vibes, I have been wrong. Yeah. yeah. And I'm still right, you know, a good 60, 65% of the time in those situations. But even those situations that where I'm seemingly wrong with us, I don't know why. Mm-hmm. But the bad vibe, like you say, and I'm always, well, I, I don't know if I'm giving them a chance or I'm just, you're being silly. <laughs> you have no reason to, uh, you know. Right. Yeah. To worry, but then you find out, like I said, they do something, and then, and then something like that happens. Or you can have like my friend's mentality: if my dog don't like you, I don't like you. <laughs> that's, that's fair enough too, because yeah. you know, kids and animals are really, you know, they're sensitive. They're the best of sensitive. Yeah. You know, they can pick up on things that, it, that even you know some of the most mm-hmm. sensitive humans can't. Yeah. Some of the what? What do you think? Do you think that we have dormant or lament? like senses that we just don't use anymore that maybe we used at one point in time that anthropologically were more necessary maybe for protection or something at one time but now that we're in a world where we don't have to hunt we can go to the store and get groceries and water from the sink and yeah. take a shower and turn air conditioner on is it just maybe well you have to think at it from like ancestral right like say we had ancestors from salem mm-hmm. if they had any abilities they had to like block it out or not right you know so it just down the generations everything kind of compartmentalizes until there's that certain person that can open it and use it mm-hmm. and 
then you're kind of like, okay, where did this come from? Right. Like, being an empath, like, I kind of always knew what it was. You know, there's something different about you. You just can't. Right. Yeah. We're, we're, you know, our kid, our brain wants reason. It wants to attach a label to things. That's why we have so many genres of music now. Mm-hmm. You know, we've had that conversation. Mm-hmm. That's why there's, you know, so many different, you know, tribalism, mm-hmm. uh, people, you know, other teams, whatever else. And think that's just part of it, too, is that as you say, people started to judge it. Well, now yep. you've got to kind of hold it back. Yeah. And then. I, now I, you want to join that tribe and be in that tribe. Yeah. You can't believe those kind of things because in that tribe they don't believe those kind exactly, of things. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Like it's one of those like or I've quits. always you can call them quits too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've always better. read um, read other people's emotions. I've always read like just people in general. Right. And it was one of those like I don't really know how to explain it to anybody. Right. It's like chocolate or sex. You can explain it all you want to, but nobody's <laughs> really going to understand until they've had it themselves. Yeah. Yep. It's one of those catastrophic experiences. Yep. And it is like, you know, we talked about it, it can be very draining. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, have you ever felt like, you, you know, you, you see when you have these experiences, it drains batteries and mm-hmm. it's pulling energy from things. Have you ever felt physically mm-hmm. different being in those situations we were just talking about? Yeah. I got the opportunity to with a paranormal group out of middle Georgia came up and did um, Hell's Dan and Marina. It's one of those places I'm definitely going to somehow. It's it's fantastic. And we we started the hunt right around 10 o'clock that night because that's when it was dark and Mm -hmm. everything. And I think we finally left. It was about 4 or 5 in the morning. Mm -hmm. And I got home and we we caught some stuff. Mm -hmm. But I mean and I personally think, because it was one of those that it wasn't just the paranormal group, they opened it up to let other people, and I think there were just so many people in there that night that, that they just didn't want to come out and play. Right. And But, um, I mean, there were certain rooms in there that you just walk in, and it's just like, wow, like something happened in here. Like, I don't know what, but there's certain rooms that, resonance or, yeah, there's certain rooms that I, I remember I walk in, and I can still feel the sadness. Like it's, it's, that's more me. I've never talked to ghosts. I've never, I've seen ghosts, but I've never, I don't, you know, I'm not, I'm not the sixth sense dude, yeah. but, but I've always felt the emotion of things mm-hmm. like really strong mm-hmm. and the resonance of that. But like I said, you know, driving through the battlefield, for example, you know, sometimes there's a, a joyous feeling or something mm-hmm. and sometimes there's like a tragic feeling and just depends on the day and the time and things like that. And you were talking about people coming to those. Do you think, ghost tourism is going to ruin ghost hunting or will it be advantageous because it's bringing more to the forefront i think it's a little of both i think i think it'll make it more politically correct to discuss like aliens now because but i think when that happens more and more people are going to want to do it Mm -hmm. and i think that it's going to cause the spirits and whatnot to not come out as much Right. And then, then, then that's going to have that snowball effect. Well, then it must all be BS because I'm not catching anything. Right. If I'm not catching anything, because we're, we're kind of a narcissistic society. Yeah. So if it doesn't happen to us, it's not real. And that's regardless of what you're talking about. Exactly. But at the same time, if that happens, then us that stick with it, then it's going to be our time again. It's like, I, don't, I don't know how many people out here are hunters, but it's like going hunting. All right. Well, I'll, I'll wrap this up if you want to come in. You'll have to be in here, though, because you'll have to. She's 
she's now the director. We've got a new setup. We've got to start it so get us out of here. So uh, uh, without her here, we just got to keep talking and talking, which I would love to do. Oh, but yeah. I'm sure these guys are getting hungry, and I'm getting hungry as well. Um, so we're going to do the Ghost Adventure show uh, for sure. Right? Mm -hmm. Yes. All right. Uh, we'll, we'll both put out on our Facebooks and everywhere else as soon as we get a date together. We'll talk, have some more meetings as we're eating. Uh, figuring out more about it, taking some notes, getting some, I want everybody's input and ideas because I want to make this uh, really a big joint effort. And um, thank you, Will, for being here. You can also listen to you on, uh, you, know, you started it back, right? Yeah. Turnbuckle. Yeah. Turnbuckle Podcast. Turnbuckle Podcast. Um, it's out there on all the uh, platforms. Apple, can, Spotify. Anywhere you listen to Google podcasts. Cast, anywhere you listen to podcasts. Uh, of course, you can catch us anywhere, too, you know, where we're all at, what all's coming up on YouTube. Please hit the subscribe and notify. That way you'll know, especially when I'm doing a lot of sports events, covering those. You'll know when I go live. Watch it's like when we're going live. It's like, well, let's hit subscribe. And yeah. the notification button, it'll tell you. Uh, what all are you doing? What do they have you for? Do you have any wrestling coming up? Uh, yeah, I'm actually going to be in Chatsworth, uh, actually, this Saturday. Um, RCW down there. I'm in a tag match. It's me and Randy Rocker versus uh, Sean Clark and Grant Bell. Okay, great. <laughs> he is an, a, an amazing wrestler. Uh, if you get a chance, go see him. Definitely, um, and I won't blow smoke up your ass. Uh, uh, <laughs> actually, I'm not going to blow smoke up your ass. Actually, when I'm then, um, <laughs> no, actually leaves, yeah. we'll do a one-on-one. -on -one. But uh, thank you guys for coming. As I say at the end of all of my shows, time is the most precious gift you can give somebody. I appreciate each of you giving a gift of your time. Thanks for bringing your wonderful family here for me to meet, um, all the kids and everything. And, uh, thanks for bringing Will with you. And we'll talk to you uh, next time. Thanks for joining us in another Con Conversations. Thanks, baby. You're welcome. Peace. Peace.